0: Welcome back to the Formula Bone F1 show, the Formula One podcast that'll soon have you spinning like massapin. I'm Jared J-Bone Boris Lowe, and I need to start the show off by sincerely thanking all of you listening right now for making the launch of this podcast surpass my wildest dreams. Because of everyone who listened to the show, shared it with their F1 friends, and rated and reviewed it on Apple Podcasts, the Formula Bone F1 show debuted, and I'm not kidding here, as a top 50 sports podcast in the world and more importantly, the number one Formula One podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes, even ahead of both of Formula One's official podcasts. I know, that stat blows my mind too, and that absolutely could not have been achieved without all of you showing your support for the show. I am so grateful for that support. Thank you guys so much. We did it! We achieved the goal I set for the show in episode one! Now let's keep that momentum rolling after this episode, and maybe, just maybe, we'll push, push push, push, even higher up the charts. If you haven't rated and reviewed the Formula Bone F1 show on Apple Podcasts yet and want to see this show succeed and grow and reach a ton of new listeners we might not otherwise reach, I'd really, really appreciate it if you'd go and do that right now. If not, no worries. I'm still glad to have you here listening and or watching on YouTube, and I hope you enjoy the show. In summary, shouts to all of you, and away we go. Today's Only topic. We got one topic today. Why? Because we got a race weekend coming up, baby. Today's only topic is J Bones 2021 Mexico City Grand Prix View. I'm pretty happy with the name I came up with for my race previews. Get it? Grand Prix Preview. Grand Prix View. Pretty good. Pretty good, right? Speaking of names, This will be the first time that this race is referred to as the Mexico City Grand Prix rather than the Mexican Grand Prix, as it was previously known. Again, speaking of names, the racetrack at which this race will take place is called El Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez. It's named after the Rodriguez brothers, Pedro and Ricardo, who are legendary Mexican race car drivers. Pedro was the older brother. He had two Formula One wins to his name, one in South Africa in 1967 and one at Spa in 1970 as well as a 24 hours of Le Mans victory in 1968 before passing away tragically in 1971 at the age of 31 during a race in West Germany. Now, the younger brother was Ricardo. In 1961, at 19 years old, he set and still to this day holds the record for the youngest ever Formula One driver for Scuderia Ferrari. He was also the first Mexican driver ever to take part in a Formula One Grand Prix. I believe he was given a guest spot in the 1960. one uh, Italian Grand Prix. And he uh, also, like his brother, tragically passed away in a racing incident. It was in 1962 at the age of 20 during unofficial practice before the non-F1 1962 Mexican Grand Prix, which was held at the Ciudad Deportiva Magdalena Mixuca, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, in Mexico City, which was later renamed El Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez after Pedro's 1971 death. Uh, in order to honor the brothers. So now you know a little bit about the racetrack and who it's named after. Time to talk about a race, an old Mexican Grand Prix. Now I'm going to always highlight at least one past Grand Prix in my Grand Prix views. I still love that name. In order to give some historical background to present-day Grands Prix, as well as to keep history for F1 alive and well. There are so, so many unbelievable storylines, Uh, And, and races that happened in the past. And, you know, we shouldn't only focus on present day racing because think about how much like you're excited for F1 right now. People were that excited for F1 way back in the, you know, early 1900s, even, I guess mid 1900s. And there's amazing races and amazing stories from back then that definitely need to be kept alive. And that's part of the reason this show exists is to, you know, grow the sport of F1, not just by focusing on the present, but focusing on the past as well. So, one of the most famous Mexican Grands Prix of all time is the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix held at the then Ciudad Deportiva Magdalena Mixuca in Mexico City. This was the final race of the 1970 Formula One season, but the World Drivers' Championship was not on the line because it had already been secured by Austrian Jochen Rindt. Now, what's crazy is that Rindt did not compete in the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix. Nor did he compete in the three races prior to it, because he actually passed away in a crash during a practice session at Monza ahead of the 1970 Italian Grand Prix. But so large was his lead after winning five of the nine races in which he competed in 1970, that no other driver ended up being able to make up the distance in time. So, even before the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix, Jochen Rindt was awarded the title of Formula One World Drivers Champion posthumously and remains to this day the only posthumously awarded F1 world champion. Pretty interesting story. Rest in peace, Jokin. Now back to the race at hand. An estimated 200,000 patrons showed up to the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix, many, if not most of them there, to cheer on Mexican hero Pedro Rodriguez, who was racing in it. The race was actually almost canceled, as the crowd was so massive that the organizers lost control of the situation There were spectators everywhere, including sitting trackside, and I mean like literally next to the racetrack, as well as people running across the racetrack. There's reports of bottles being thrown onto the racetrack. Pedro Rodriguez was called upon to help calm the crowd down at one point, which ended up working just enough to where the race could be started. Now, race conditions, despite them starting the race, were definitely not safe, uh, as evidenced by the fact that F1 legend Jackie Stewart who would go on to be the following season, 1971's world drivers champion, had to retire his car after, and I promise you, I'm not making this up. Jackie Stewart's car tragically hit a stray dog that had made its way onto the racetrack a little over halfway into the race. Had to have his car retired. Pretty crazy scene that must have been. Again, another tragic story. Ferrari's Jackie Eeks ended up winning the race, thus securing his spot as 1970's number 2 F1 driver behind the departed Rent. The 1970 Mexican Grand Prix would also be Pedro Rodriguez's final professional race at the racetrack that would later be named in his honor. Now, the crowd issues that I just uh, mentioned at the 1970 Mexican Grand Prix caused the race to be removed from the F1 calendar for 16 years. 16 years. But luckily... It eventually made its way back onto the schedule, and we are all incredibly excited to watch the 2021 Mexico City Grand Prix this very weekend. Speaking of which, I'll be getting into my storylines to follow for the 2021 Mexico City Grand Prix after a quick word from our sponsor. Support for the Formula Bone F1 show is brought to you by Blue Chew, which you may want to start incorporating into your pit stops. There are all kinds of reasons that guys aren't able to quote-unquote perform, age, medical condition, and... For the younger guys, stress and anxiety. Luckily, the chewables from BlueChew.com can help make sure you're able to perform at your best. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, except in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. BlueChew is an online prescription service, so it absolutely could not be more convenient. There are no visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple: you just sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. That's not very long—days, not weeks. Days. The best part: it is all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. BlueChew's sildenafil and tadalafil tablets are chewable, made in the USA. And Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com. And Formula Bone F1 show listeners can try Bluetooth free, F R E E, free, when you use my promo code FBone at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code FBONE to receive your first month free. That's promo code FBONE and your FBONE. We'll be thanking J-Bone for the Blue Chew. Thank you to Blue Chew for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show. All right, this is what you're all here for, I know. Here are J-Bone's storylines to follow for the 2021 Mexico City Grand Prix. If you don't know what number one is by now, I'm not totally sure what to say to you. Uh, it's obviously Max versus Lewis. All eyes around the world are on Max and Lewis right now as just 12 points separate the pair with just five races remaining in the F1 calendar for 2021. The biggest Max versus Lewis storylines ahead of the Mexico City GP, there's a lot of them. The biggest one has to do with the altitude of Mexico City. Now, something a lot of people don't realize about Mexico City is that it is very high above sea level. And I mean like very, very high above sea level. Americans love to tout Denver, Colorado as the mile-high city acting like 1,673 meters, aka right around a mile, is so high above sea level. Mexico City's elevation is around 30% higher, coming in at 7,349 feet or 2,240 meters. The rebels are supposed, keyword supposed, to have the edge over the Mercedes at altitude due to a number of extremely technical relationships between the thin, less oxygenated air in Mexico City and each set of cars' mechanical and aerodynamic components. I can't really elaborate on that much further because I tried to research it and uh, where I'm currently at in terms of uh, mechanical knowledge of cars went a little bit over my head, but I think I summarized it pretty well in that sentence I just said. Now, We also all said that Mercedes was supposed to have the edge in Austin, because that's Lewis's, one of his favorite tracks, he wins there all the time, and we all know how that ended up. So, I personally would not count the Mercedes out of Mexico just yet, but that being said, uh, they definitely are, uh, they're definitely not in pole position to get pole position right now. So, be on the lookout during FP1, FP2, and FP3 to see if you can spot any signs of the Red Bull outperforming the mercedes because on paper, Red Bull is definitely supposed to. Now, the last thing I'll say about Max versus Lewis is, and correct me if I'm wrong here. I think we are all out here hoping for a Max versus Lewis front row in every single race through the end of the season at this point, right? I mean, come on. That would be, think about how much like, entertainment we would get out of five straight first lap battles because we've seen their first lap battles. They get a little bit chippy. And it's incredibly entertaining. And I would love to see them continue happening and give us the dramatic conclusion we all want and need. Please. Number two storyline to follow for the Mexico City Grand Prix. Ferrari versus McLaren. Currently only three and a half points separate third place McLaren from fourth place Ferrari in the World Constructors Championship. Ferrari actually had a front row lockout the last time this Grand Prix was ran back in 2019 due to a Verstappen grid penalty but they ended up going 2 4, P2, P4, with the Mercedes taking P1 and P3. Uh, I'm not sure if that's more of a Mercedes gonna Mercedes or Ferrari gonna Ferrari moment. I'll leave that up to you guys. Definitely says a lot about both Mercedes and Ferrari that Ferrari had a front grid, front row lockout on the grid, and that's what they did with it. Now, right now, Charles Leclerc is in great form, finishing P4 in three of the last four races. So I'm super excited to see what he puts together in Mexico City. Meanwhile, a little bit of a skid going on. The McLarens have only one top four finish combined since they went one-two at Monza. And Lando just hasn't looked the same since that heartbreak in Sochi. Which, again, guys, Lando and Sochi. If that's not one of the saddest Things I've seen in sports in my entire life. Everybody wants Lando to get that first win. Literally everybody that I know or have ever heard of or have walked by, I assume, wants Lando to get that first victory. He looked amazing in Sochi, was doing everything right. Ended up, you know, very, very tough decision to make about pitting for the intermediates. Decided not to. Oh my gosh, he was sliding around like a freaking newborn draft on ice it was unbelievable and so sad watching the last couple laps of that race I'm still not over it not even close as you can probably tell but yeah Lando really want him to have a bounce back here I'm hoping that the McLarens as a whole have a nice bounce back uh, as they try to defend third place in the World Constructors Championship obviously Danny doing pretty decent had a lot of fun at the USGP A lot of fun. That man, pretty sure he wore a cowboy hat for like a week straight. Probably has like, you know, cowboy hat hair. I imagine that's a specific type of hat hair. I'm not sure. You'd think living in Texas, I would understand what cowboy hat hair is and whether or not it existed. But I I personally do not own a cowboy hat. Should probably change that. I want to get the, uh, for the first ever USGP, instead of giving it, you know, the Pirelli hat that says like first on it they gave out cowboy hats and I really wanted them to do that again this year I don't know why they didn't instead they had Shaq come out in like a massive longhorn car which is almost as Texan but I think the cowboy hats would have been better just a you know a thought just a thought now my number three storyline to watch for in the 2021 Mexico City Grand Prix I don't know if you know this The best grandstands in Formula One will be on display this weekend, baby. In my opinion, the Foro Sol Norte y Sur Grandstands are the best grandstands in Formula One. If you're not familiar, Foro Sol is a concert venue and former baseball stadium that is part of the Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez's permanent grandstands. It's the first ever infield stadium in Formula One and can hold over 40,000 fans. When the racetrack was redesigned in 2015 ahead of the F1 return of the Mexican Grand Prix, track renovator Herman Tilke, who also designed uh, Coda, had to decide what to do with this baseball stadium that had been built upon the most famous corner in the racetrack's history, Peraltada, which was a high speed bank turn. It looked extremely, extremely difficult to manage. Ayrton Senna notably crashed out there once and had a bunch of gravel in his ears afterwards and was like screaming in pain. Supposed to be a very, very legendary turn ended up building the 4-0 Soul on top of it when the racetrack kind of was in a state of disrepair. When Tilky was brought in, he had to figure out, okay, what do I do here? Like, I don't think I can manage to save Perotada because they just put this massive baseball stadium on top of it. So he ended up deciding to incorporate the stadium into the new circuit by just cutting a hole right down the middle of it rather than tear it down. And the 4-0 Soul grandstands were born. So it's uh it's pretty crazy if you look at this. Uh, you know, infield arena. It's one of the coolest looking Formula One grandstands or even just Formula One views that you can have. So just wait for the scenes when Checo drives through there for the first and last times on Sunday. I promise you, it will be one of the greatest F1 moments you'll ever see. And a fun fact is that the podium celebration for the Mexico City Grand Prix is actually done inside the 4-0 Sol rather than on the main straight. So if you bought main straight tickets hoping to see the podium... You're out of luck. Speaking of Checo, Checo! I said that all eyes around the world would be on Max and Lewis, but all eyes at the Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez will surely, certainly be on Mexico native Sergio Checo Perez as he tries to copy his teammate Max Verstappen with a victory at his home Grand Prix. Performance-wise, it's not out of the question, as he had a great, great usgp even with his drink system copying every mcdonald's ice cream machine and being out of order the entire time i still don't know how he did that like i'm imagining team radio is just Checo doing that bit from spongebob and going water christian water now despite his good form lately Checo has a pretty steep hill ahead of him that hill being team orders Now, we know from what transpired at the USGP that Christian Horner and the rest of the Red Bull team are not just throwing Checo to the Wolves whenever it would help Max. If they were, they'd have had Checo forfeit his podium at the USGP to steal fastest lap from Lewis and give Max that extra one-point buffer in the World Drivers' Championship. This is something, though. They didn't do it at the USGP, but they have done it before, though not when the podium was on the line. Uh, You may remember that at Silverstone, they had Checo give up a potential P7 finish in order to steal fastest lap from Lewis. He did so successfully, but in the process, dropped out of the points. And if you want to hear more about this particular story, check out my social media where I did a full video breakdown of it. Uh, One of my most popular videos I've ever made, actually. All that being said, I have a very hard time believing that Red Bull will give Checo the go-ahead to race for the win on Sunday unless something bad happens to Max. But would Checo adhere to team orders with a home Grand Prix victory on the line? I really, 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 really hope we get to find out. Checo! Support for the Formula Bone F1 show is also brought to you by Manscaped, who is the Mercedes of men's below-the-waist grooming, a.k.a. the current undisputed champion of the world. Manscaping is the art of taming a man's unruly body hair, which spans from the chest pubes down to the ball fro and below. And let me once again admit something to you all real quick in case you didn't catch it last episode. I used to manscape with the same trimmer that I used on my face. I'm not proud of it. I regret it. It was gross. And I know some of you listening have done it too. Don't lie. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to whoever you're sitting next to right now. Maybe whoever's in the car with you, if you're listening to this in the car. And that is why I love Manscaped because they are here to solve this issue for all men once and for all. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawn Mower 4.0, and it's the greatest groin and body trimmer ever conceived. The trimmer is waterproof, and it helps reduce a bunch of manscaping hazards such as nicks, ingrown hairs, and grooming accidents. It also features wireless charging and comes with four guard lengths for just the right trim. Manscaped also has a nose hair trimmer that is an absolute godsend. When you have a hairy face like I do, I love mine. I use it every week. You'll love yours, too. I love that nose trimmer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FBO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FBO. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Thank you to Manscaped for supporting the Formula Bone F1 show, and thank you, So much for joining me for another episode of the Formula Bone F1 show. I hope you enjoyed it. Whether you did or didn't, I would love to hear your feedback. Seriously, if you want to support the show, there are three ways you can do that right now. Rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts so we can push, push, push our way up the charts and reach a ton of new people who are looking for an F1 podcast. Support our sponsors. That's Blue Chew with promo code FBONE and Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping with code FBO at manscaped.com. And the Blue Chew deal, by the way, is a first month free. Share this podcast with the friends you love to talk F1 with so we can continue to grow this new but already amazing community of listeners. That's the third thing you can do. And yeah, you can follow me on social media everywhere, at Formula Bone, including Twitter, where I live-tweet every race, including this weekend's Mexico City Grand Prix, Join me on Twitter. Have a lot of fun live tweeting those. We actually get a race here in America that's at a normal time, which is incredible. And it's like our way of getting back at all the, you know, people across the world who make us wake up at like 6 a.m. all the time. Feels nice to have like a, you know, this little stretch here of normal race times. It's kind of nice. Although I do kind of miss getting to wake up, turn on the broadcast, make some coffee. It's, it's a nice morning ritual. I think a lot of Americans agree with me there. You can also watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube. I have full video episodes of the podcast, so check that out. Subscribe on YouTube. I'll say it again, like I said last time. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Twitter at Formula Bone with your thoughts on the show, and I will, I promise, personally respond to you. If you don't believe me, you're going, no, we won't. He's a liar. Test it out right now. I promise you, you'll get a response from me. It's time for the NPR-style sign-off. The Formula Bone F1 show is brought to you by Bolin Media and hosted by me, Jared J Bone Borislow. I also produce the show because I'm a content machine. Our royalty-free theme music is from some Russian guy named John Yasut, who looks shockingly similar to me. It's very creepy, actually. You can follow the show on social media by following at Formula Bone everywhere. You can watch the show on YouTube by searching Formula Bone and you can help the show's launch be successful by supporting today's sponsors as well as by rating and reviewing the Formula Bone F1 show on Apple Podcasts. Until we meet again, J-Bone!